Father, I just want to start with prayer and say thank you for your word again, the power of your word, the truth of your word, the integrity of your word, the, just the whole light of it. Just you continue to unfold in the ways that we don't expect. And I love when you move in the ways that we don't expect because it always works out right. I, I never want to be in a place, and I don't think any of us do, where we get so in control and we figure out what you're doing so well that we no longer allow you to control. We want to be still. We keep, keep surprising us. Keep throwing different things at us. Keep us on our toes. Just keep sending us down the roads that we didn't prepare for mentally, but you prepared us for without us knowing it so that you can just surprise us with great moves and great things. You are a wonderful, wonderful, mighty teacher. You are the best teacher there is. And we refuse any further to question your teaching methods. We trust your methods. You know what you're doing. You haven't failed us yet. And so we thank you right now with open heart and open mind and great expectation in Jesus' name. Amen. So, excited um, this week and last week were challenging in a good way. And I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, just really like eye-opening weeks. I found a deeper and a greater power in shutting up. It is, wow, it, the power of shut up, that should be an anointing in the Bible. Just to shut the anointing to shut your mouth. I mean, <laughs> I can hear so much when I'm not trying to make my point and listen to another person's point. And like, as they're talking, even though my insides is like, I'm ready to go. I start saying, God, help me see what, what's being said here. Help me see. And it's helped us in business. That's part of what Lindsay was talking about. Cause she was feeling some kind of way about certain things and, and had the right and, and to be indignant. But I was like, yeah, but let's, Let's look at it from where they're sitting. Holy Spirit, show us what's actually what they think they're saying, even if they're not saying the right thing. And then how do we respond to that? And, um, you know, because customer service is a part of a growing business. It's not always about I'm right and they're wrong. It's about. But did at the end of the day, blessed are the peacemakers, right? Did we make peace? Did we find peace? And, and you know, this is the area of my life that God has been teaching me. So we're still doing the message now. We're going forward and how high is free. And, and God keeps showing me as a result of this message. And I want you babies to listen real close to me. Freedom has a height, but it has even more of a depth. And I teach this in the past, but it hits me now in this message for the future. How high a tree grows is not important. It's how deep it grows first. If the roots are not going deeper into the ground and the tree is going higher up, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen it in my area. There are trees laying over, roots saw sticking up out the ground because the roots didn't grow strong enough to support the height of the tree. So when the wind and the rains hit it, it just fell right over, had no root. And again, root is not the thing we pay attention to. We pay attention to the beauty. But I say, 
in the realm of the spirit, you need to go deep before you go up. You need to stop asking God for promotion without asking for expansion in the realm of the spirit. Catch these little one-liners here because these, these, these are hot. God gave me these off the press here. Just, just, just bask in what I'm saying here. Height without spiritual depth and expansion is a recipe for disaster because we understand that the enemy comes to try you when you begin to reach for heights. But the higher I go up the ladder, the more I want to make sure before I get on the ladder that the foundation is stable and solid and that there's, there's support down there to make sure the ladder doesn't fall over. Because the more higher up you get, the more vulnerable you are. In the realm of the spirit, God wants us to grow deeper. And I heard it but I never really got it from this perspective. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness grow deeper in terms of that and the things on top can be added because the bottom can support it. There are places in our life that we're not going higher because we're not going deeper and he will not put more or allow you to be tempted above that which you are able. And that scripture has been misused for so long. He will not put more than you and you can you stand. And it doesn't say that. It says he will not be allow you to be attempted above that which you're able. And we can look at that from the negative side. But God also showed me it from what we would call the positive side. That's still a negative side. More wealth, more success. I want a husband. All these kind of things you're asking for. Give me a wife. All that stuff happening and you don't have the spiritual root to support it, it will come crumbling down on you. He's not going to give you or he's not going to permit you with more than he knows that you can handle. So even the blessings you're asking for, he is not going to give you something that might lead you away from him or get you deeper in your mess than you already are if you don't have the spiritual root to sustain it. That's a good amen. Let me take that in moment. God began to show me in so many areas of my life, I couldn't take you up until I could take you deep. Even him saying to me a month or so ago, which I talked to you about, get up from there and show me that he had delivered me from the spirit of depression. I didn't even realize I had. Well, how can he take me high if that thing still existed? It had to be confronted. Last week, I told you, he said to me, let me talk to you about the loss of your son. Let's unpack that and deal with it. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. He was like, I can't take you further if you won't let me take you deeper. I can't take you higher. I can't, Jesus, I, I'm into contracting and, and building, so I understand this. You can't take a, a, a foundation it can be a good, solid, strong, um, concrete rebar foundation cinder block. Four foot deep footers, everything in place to where it needs to be. But if the, the width of that thing is only designed to handle a height of a two-story house, you can't go 10 stories. You have to now go back to that foundation, expand it, deepen it, whatever needs to be done before you can start building up on it again. In the, in the realm of the spirit, the kingdom is the same way. You can't keep asking God to bless you when your foundation does not support the weight that you're asking for. 
Mm. Mm. So, you know, I love getting it first and then trying it and then coming and sharing it with you because I now can give you the experience of the truth. I'm not just preaching something I heard T.D. Jakes or somebody say on TV. Oh, that's good. I mean, right that I'm going to repeat that. No, I want to give you experientially what I am living out myself and not even after I get to the victory, but as I'm walking it out, I share it with you so you can walk with me. See, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Well, you can't follow me if I'm already there tossing down instruction to you, telling you what to do. Follow me means I need to be in your sight and in your, in, in your visual periphery. As you see me going forward, you can actually follow me. And that's why I teach the way I teach. I'm going to tell you what I'm struggling with. I want to tell you what I'm going through. I ain't going to tell you everything because some of it's not your business. And some of y'all wouldn't know what to do with, you know, just like you ain't going to get on here and tell me all your stuff. You'll tell me what you want me to know and respect me, do the same, you know. But those are the people, there are people in my life that God has put there that I can tell everything. But let's move it on. With this understood, I, I want you to go to Psalms 37. And I want you to talk about, with me, even though you're muted, I want you to hear me and I want you to kind of talk, have this dialogue in the spirit with me. That's what I'm asking you for right now. I'm asking you to have a dialogue in the realm of the spirit with me. So in Psalms 37, we're talking about foundation. We're talking about how high is free. But now we're kind of touching, now not kind of touching now, but we're dealing with a subtitle, how deep is free. Because depth allows height and it allows growth and it allows expansion. Amen. All right, let's do this thing. Um, are you there with, with me in Psalm 37? Let's start at verse. Hmm. Let's start at verse 21. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. So I'm not going to do a whole thing on that, but you know if you're wicked or not, if you borrow and don't repay. That's what I'll just leave it right there. I'll just leave it right there. Um, but that's not the point. I just want you to see this. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land. But those who he curses will be destroyed. Somebody say, I'm I'm on the I'm on I'm on the former, I am of the blessed. You know, just you could just acknowledge that. Watch this. The Lord makes firm the steps of him who he who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord will uphold him with his hand. I can do the whole message on that, but there's more. But let's let's just just get this foundation in. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one whom he delights in. Let me say it again. The Lord makes firm my steps because he delights in me. I ain't going to speak for you. I'm just going to speak for me. You're welcome to join. If you don't want to, it's all good. The Lord makes firm my steps because I'm his dude. He delights in me. He likes me a lot. He's proven that over and over again. So I don't know. Why, why don't one of you just claim that for yourself? My steps are firm because the Lord delights in me. 
And there's a reason why I'm making a big deal out of this. Don't just take this thing. Yeah, it's a good positive word to say. No, it's deeper than that. If my steps are firm, that's a foundation statement. You can't build your house on the sand, he said, because the rains and the winds come and it will crumble. So you have to build it on concrete because concrete is firm. It's firm. It's solid. So the scriptures are saying the Lord, if he delights in you, he makes your foundation solid. He makes your steps firm. You're not walking on muddy ground. You're not walking on a dusty, dirty, crumbling path. You're not on the side of a mountain slipping as you walk. You're not caught in a mudslide. Your steps are firm of his doing if he delights in you. Well, I don't know about you, but then I want to make sure he really delights in me because I like my steps being firm. I like clarity. I like peace of mind. Me being a planner, me being a, a, a structure person. You'll hear me say that all the time and you'll always agree with me. I'm a structure person. Well, you can't build a structure without a firm foundation. I'm gonna take a side journey. I have somebody in my life, I won't mention his name, but every time I talk to him, he has all these ideas. I wanna do this, I think we should do this together, and we could build this, and we could start this, and we could do this. And you know, I was thinking, maybe we could go into real estate, and we could buy some houses, and you can do this, and I could flip them, and you could put up the bed, and da, 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 da. And I say, okay, out of every conversation, when the ideas begin, my first response is to kind of go, here we go. But somewhere in that conversation, an idea gets introduced. That's a good idea. And I go, ah, let's talk more about that. How do you plan to establish this? What would be the percentage of that? Have you looked into the banking system and see what the money requirements are to do something like that? What is, what is the potential growth and increase financially over what period of time? And I begin to ask the questions and then he goes to, you know what? And we could start a school where we could train people to do it. And then we could get like vans where we could, and I'm like, all right, this conversation is over because you just want to keep pooping a bunch of stuff into the air. And some of it is good, but none of it has any beginning. So therefore, it will never have an ending. And I had to finally say, you know, in the past 10 years, you have talked to me about so many ideas, some of them very good, and not one thing that you have spoken to me about has come to any fruition. Not one. Not one. You still do exactly what you used to do 10 years ago when we first started talking. Now, you're listening to me because that's church folk. The Lord is always doing a new thing. They love that. The Lord is doing a new thing. He ain't finished the old thing with you. Now you want to keep on singing. He's doing a new thing. What's, what happened to that, the, all them other 10 things, that new things that God was doing with you? Where the, is there even some foundation somewhere laid that we can start building on? See, I, I know you're laughing because I know some of you are probably identifying with some of this stuff. It's true. God can't do nothing with you because he can't get you to start. 
People say we start with bad finishes. Some people don't even start. They start talking, but they don't start moving. They don't start laying foundation. And I say this to you, even if you lay 15 foundations, if the Lord brings you back to it, you got something to start building on a little bit more. But build something, start something, develop something, begin to watch that thing. Yeah, but we started that and we didn't finish it. But was it started? Yes. Do you have it? Yes. One of the big things God has been showing me, even as he's leading me to go to the podcast and begin to focus on the social media stuff, which I'm going to tell you up until recently, I hated it. I don't have nothing to do with social media and none of this kind of stuff. Then I saw myself buying mics and getting ring lights. I'm like, God, why am I doing this stuff? And he said, psych, gotcha. Told you you're doing it. <laughs> but because I obeyed and did the stuff that he told me to do, stuff is in place for me to do this. Then the pandemic ha happened and boom, see, now this is what you do, how you like it. That's nice. Okay. I, was, I told you years ago, you was doing this, but because you obeyed, I got enough material I, because I started vision builders when he told me to, because we started recording the ministry. I got content to start posting for the next five years if I want to, without having to do anything new because I was obedient to what I had. Okay. Roof is an example. Ruth, you started doing your, your beauty thing. You probably started and you stopped and then you went back and you said, I don't feel like it. And then you feel like it again. But when you go back, you have a foundation. You have something there that you obeyed God and you started. And because of that, God understands we're going to get lazy and, and clock out every now and then. But the foundations must be laid. So listen, he makes your steps firm. But here's another step point I want to make to that. Firm steps means to give you solid foundation, right? Two, ready? The word is steps. He didn't say the word confirms your idleness. He didn't say he, he confirms you standing in one place waiting on the Lord. He said your steps. That means you're making movement. You're moving in a direction. Steps indicates motion. You're doing it. Can I get a wave or something? Or I know I can't hear your hallelujah and stuff, but you, you understand what I'm saying? Steps mean you're moving. But I think I went the wrong way. Okay, turn around and go the other way then. But you're still moving. He doesn't bless immobility. He blesses motion. I don't know how I have a, agree with that. Faith without works is dead. What do you need me to say? Okay. There needs to be movement. He, he, he affirms your step. He, he, he makes your steps solid. There are no steps to have. There needs to be steps. That's all. I, it's, I don't have to get deep with this. You have to be walking. You have to be in motion. You have to be moving. You have to be in the direction. You have to do it. Well, what if I did the wrong thing? Well, you, you probably will. You're human. But at least you move it. And he'll make them steps firm if you move. Somebody say you got to move. Come on now. I know I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. Watch this. The Lord makes firm the steps of those who he delights in or who delights in him. He makes your steps firm. I kept saying who he delights in, but it's who delights in him. 
So I, I, I read it wrong twice and I said it wrong twice, but it works both ways. He delights in you, but he, this here says, and if you delight in him, how many you delight in him? Well, then your steps are firm. And though you stumble, you won't fall. Though you stumble, you make a mistake, you won't fall because the Lord, because you delight in him, will hold you up with his hand. How many of you feel like in your walk that you've fallen, you've made some mistakes and you've fallen? I submit you today, if you delight in the Lord, you didn't fall, you just stumbled. You didn't wait long enough to realize that his hand was still holding you up. If you fell, you'd be down somewhere. You'd be laying in a pit somewhere. I submit you, you didn't fall. You stumbled. But if you, oh, come on, saints. But if the scripture, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, are we taking this word to be legitimate or not? So I have to conclude that all these times I felt that I failed, that I wasn't failing. I stumbled. But because I delighted in him, he kept me up. Peter didn't drown. He just began to sink when he walked on the water with Jesus. He didn't drown. He began to sink. He said, Lord, help me. And the Lord, with his own hand, pulled him up. Saints, stop counting these so-called failures in your life. I'm asking you today to dismiss them and discard them and throw them away. I'm asking you to stop judging yourself harshly and beating up yourself about things in your life that you do not need to be beating yourself up about. He said he'll take your hand and pull you up if you delight in him. Even if you stumble, you won't fall. Even if you stumble, you won't fall. Even if you stumble, you won't fall. I'm confessing from this day that I've stumbled, but I am no longer speaking over myself that I fell, I failed, or I fall. I'm no longer speaking that over myself. That's my position. You can do what you want, because the Lord will hold me up with his own hand. He told me this. It's right there. Now this next verse has a different meaning to me. I was young, and now that I'm old, Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Wow. I always, I remember when I was going through homelessness and bad times in my life, I would say to God, well, the scripture says I was young and I'm old now. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm begging bread. I'm on welfare. I can't even. And I was going through this whole thing. Many times, I remember when God turned it around for me and said to me first to stop saying that, but I didn't get it like I got it now. But way back then I got it. When I did the message, show me a sign. This was like decades ago. Show me a sign. Obedience is better. And I said, a pop car cannot be steered, that you have to be moving for God to give you direction. A car's pop. I don't care if the motor's running. I don't care if you're pushing the gas all the way down to the floor. It's going to make a lot of but it's not going to change direction until you put it into drive. And then even if you turn the wheel to the left and to the right, if the car's not moving, the direction will not change. There needs to be movement for God to apply direction. And so God said to me, 
You failed when you weren't moving. But once you begin moving in the direction I called you to, you may have stumbled. You may have drove down a wrong dead end block and had to back up and turn around and go the wrong way. You may have wandered, drifted off into traffic and had to sit in traffic for a little bit. Right. You know, I heard your prayer the moment you prayed, but the Prince of Persia withstood me. But I sent the answer out immediately. You may have got off on some wrong tracks, but you ain't failed. And you definitely not going to run out of gas because he's going to get you back and he's going to get you back there and he'll get your car there. If you got to run on fumes, he'll make you. He'll, oh, my God. I, I, I'm a living witness. The tank was on empty. I'm like, God, I can't find a gas station. And that car kept running until I got to a gas station like 10 miles later. So I know. So. Freedom. Needs height. Needs depth. Needs motion. Needs height. Needs depth. Needs motion. Needs height. Needs depth. Needs motion. So then. You can take this, I was young and I'm now I'm old and I've never been forsaken, nor my seed begging bread. I've never been into a place where I would need to beg for bread now for close to 30 years. Never lacked in anything and in any way for like 30 years. Because I came to that revelation, as long as I'm going forward, you're going to provide for me. You're going to bless me. You're going to take care of me. You're not going to forsake me. And even if I stumble, you won't let me fall. What a mighty God we serve. All I ask you to do is just adore me. Just, just, just love me. Just appreciate me. You will inherit this land. See, you go back to the first where I started in 22, those the Lord blesses will inherit the land. He's, he's telling you, and I'm, you're going to inherit the land. In verse 23, he's going to make your steps firm if you delight in him. And in 24, he says, even if you stumble, you will not fail. And the Lord will hold you up with his own hand. And then 25, he says, you are, and you will not be forsaken, nor would you ever have to beg for bread. And even your children will be a blessing. My God, what more do I need to say today? What more do I need to say? Look at the God we serve. Look at how high free is. And no matter how high we get, we're going to look up and find out that there's more height. And there's more depth. And there's more expansion. But faith requires your emotion. It requires you to move. Because you take a step. How long have you been procrastinating about doing that thing that you know God has told you to do? Well, if I had the money, or if I had the opportunity, well, if people would just support me, you know, you know, that's one of the sad things I hear Christians say all the time. You know, I, you know, I don't have the connections, I don't have the support. I mean, if I had, you know, the connections and the hookups, you know, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know people like you know people. Well, I know people can walk up to him and say hi and talk to him because God tells me to, you know, but when you talk like that and you make those excuses, shame on you. You like the man laying by the pool with Bethesda saying, I don't have a man to put me in the water. 
I've been laying here for decades and then, you know, I'm just waiting for somebody to put me in the water. Turn over and stick your finger in there. Do the best you can, you know, roll to the water, you know, crawl to it. You know I'm saying? <laughs> when somebody else gets in it, stick your head close enough so the water splashes on you, you know, make some kind of movement, you know, that God can look at and say, now I see faith and works. Just believing and claiming is not faith. He gives you firm foundation to your steps, babies. I love you. I pray that you got something today that will just not only just bless you for the day, but change the trajectory of your whole life. I pray right now that this word sits into your spirit. And every time you want to get passive or lethargic or in self-pity, or anything else that you will hear these words echoing in your spirit. Echo, 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 echo till you can't stop it. Where's your motion? Where's your depth? What height are you reaching for? Are you taking steps so that God can order them? He can't order your steps if you're not walking. My steps are ordered by the Lord. You're not doing anything. Stop being afraid of what God has called you to do. Stop sitting on it waiting for opportunity. Walk out into nothing if that's what you have to do. Well, I'm afraid I might fail. You already fail because you're not doing anything. I'd rather fail going forward than fail sitting down. But according to this word, I won't fail. I might stumble. You may stumble. But children of God, you won't fail. That's a promise. It's our promise. Say it's my promise. Um, I want to just end it, but I want to say this. I want you to decide right now that you stop beating yourself up about your past stumbles. You see how that sounds? Because you say, you know, my past failures. You know how often I've said that over myself? My past stumbles my past missteps but see even in a misstep the word step is still in there past stumbles past missteps but god with his own hand has held me up and brought me through will you stumble sure will you make missteps of course embrace it Knowing this, that God with his own hand will keep you from falling and he'll get you where you're supposed to be. In Jesus' name, love you, saints. Amen.